um, the finances always come and you're happy because you're doing what God has called you All to right. do. So are you happy? I'm very happy. Oh, <laughs> I can tell. I'm, I'm so happy. I just want to hear you say it. <laughs> <laughs> my, my friends and family like, man, you so happy. Because at first I was not happy, yeah. you know, at all. Right. You know, just to be all the way honest. I was like, man, the world around me is dying and God didn't call me. Yeah. And not that I'm the answer because I can't help people. Christ helps them. Mm-hmm. You know, That's I just right. want to Christ be, through you. Christ helping. through me helps yes. them. Yes. So. I just want to be available. Right. Um, and I'm a broken and I'm hurting people, you know, just like just like the rest of the world, you know. But God has called me mm-hmm. uh, to still show His glory through my brokenness. Yes, that's good. This is the Success in Christ podcast, and I am your host, Lagenia Bearden. Let me ask you a question: Is God calling you to something greater? But fear is holding you back. Has God given you ideas and visions and dreams of doing something you love or have a deep passion for, but you're just too afraid because you feel like you can't do it? Well, my guest and I are here to inspire you, to encourage you, and to give you real-life application to help you step out in faith and believe God at His Word. Welcome to Success in Christ. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time of the day it is you're listening to the show today. Good afternoon. Just hello. How are you? I pray that everything is well with you. Welcome to episode six of Success in Christ podcast. This is Legenia Bearden, your host. I am so grateful and so thankful to each and every last one of you that listens to our podcast on a regular basis. I am so blessed and thankful And I pray that the testimonies you are hearing on this show are being a blessing to you, that they are um, touching you, motivating you, and just causing you to step out in faith. And as I always say, believe God at his word, that he's going to do what he said he would do. Do not fret. Do not fear. Know that God is going to keep his promises. He said that he would take care of your needs. He would supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. It is our duty and our job as believers to step out in faith, to be obedient, and do what God tells us to do. Today is no exception to the great testimonies that you have heard thus far. We're going to be talking with Anthony, a.k.a. Ante Thompson, today. I met Anthony at a play that we both attended that was written, directed, and produced by a good friend of ours. And he had an awesome testimony that I knew you guys would want to hear. So let us welcome Anthony, a.k.a. Ante Thompson. Thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. No problem. So the name of your ministry is You Are Not Abandoned Ministries. Um, Again, you had a powerful testimony at Dear Black People. And um, you struck a chord in us, and we heard your message. And uh, so I I wanted you to come on and let everybody know um, a little bit about your ministry, what it is that you do, and how you've gotten thus far, how God has brought you as as far as he's brought you at this point in your life right now. So first of all, just tell us a little bit about yourself, how how you've gotten to this place you are now. Um, born and raised in Little Rock uh, mm-hmm. my whole life. I've lived in several parts of Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, but You Are Not Abandoned Ministries is based uh, on a first mixtape that I dropped um, called You Are Not Abandoned. Mm-hmm. And it's about you know, my redemptive process. It talks about my pain, my struggles, 
um, past, you know, mm-hmm. and present. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I talked about the redemption aspect, then it just showed how, you know, God was still working through, you know, all of my mishaps. And it opened up a lot of questions uh, and concerns with some people. Most importantly, it opened up a conversation and dialogue. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that people just began to just, you know, uh, really cling to what I was talking about. They were very receptive. They were very receptive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so out of that launched You Are Not Abandoned Ministries. Okay. All right. So tell us, what is You Are Not Abandoned Ministries about? You Are Not Abandoned Ministries just geared towards people who you know, may be affected by some disease Mm -hmm. uh, that they, you know, caught out in the world, Mm -hmm. you know, or some sickness that was just inevitable, Mm -hmm. like it just happened, Mm -hmm. you know, as nature took its course, homelessness, Mm -hmm. all the uh, effects that has taken place in a person's life Mm -hmm. based upon their circumstances, their family, Mm -hmm. or just, you know, randomly, Mm -hmm. you are not abandoned, just, you know, just lets people know that, you know, God you know, understands mm-hmm. where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, God has redeemed people throughout history, redemptive history from, from you know, what we like to say Bible times mm-hmm. uh, up until now. Mm-hmm. Uh, people from various situations and backgrounds, no matter what the crime was, God has always uh, redeemed people and been their hope, even to the point of death. Right, right. Um, okay, so what is your mission through this ministry? What do you hope to accomplish Ultimately, I hope that people uh, get, you know, get to know the Lord, Mm -hmm. you know, people who never felt he was real, Mm -hmm. you know, people who um, even when it comes to, you know, philosophical things, you know, when they're wrestling with, you know, well, you know, the Bible says this and, you know, but we see this in the world. Y'all say this about God, but we see that in the world Um, or this science says this, you know, or, you know, this great teacher says this. You know, my hope and my whole aim for all that I do is to show people like the truth, the you truth. know, yeah. because even through all of that stuff, people who seem like they're scholars and have all this information, uh, if you look really deep, you know, and uh, you will really see that, you know, a lot of that stuff is not true. So I really hope they get a better picture mm-hmm. um, of who Christ is. Right. Um, and also that the church would be encouraged, right. you know, mm-hmm. and, and uplifted and that the world may see that, you know, this God truly does exist. Right. And yeah. um, I just need to cling to him and live for him regardless of what my life looks like or mm-hmm. what I have perceived him to be in the past. Mm-hmm. And so what? What prompted you to to start the ministry? I've been wrestling with this for like uh, five years now, I think. Uh-huh. You know, I always knew that God, that I was supposed to go into ministry mm-hmm. um, since, I, since I became a Christian. But mm-hmm. prior, no yeah. thought in the world. Um, but it just always been in my heart for a long time. I actually have some schooling this way. I did a school called Master's Commission. Okay. And it was a discipleship program uh-huh. that's geared towards uh, theological studies, mm-hmm. um, but also you go out into the to the physical world and do hands-on. Mm-hmm. And I did that for two years, um, but through the business of life, I just kind of put those books down. I was still doing what I was doing, mm-hmm. um, but not as much, and I wasn't as effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so over these over these last past five years, I just been feeling this urgency of go go go. The time is now, and. Uh, Recently, I was just felt the God really press on me even more strongly. Like mm-hmm. the only thing that is stopping you is faith and obedience. Right. So it was you. It was me. <laughs> it was you stopping me. It was yeah. me stopping me. So, uh-huh. 
Um, I just said, you know what? I don't know what it looks like from here. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, success is just being obedient. Right. Yes, you know? that's it. Um, so that's where I am with it. Just, you know, this is obedience, mm-hmm. you know, regardless if anyone listens or not, or if I see what I perceive to be fruit with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. This is what God wants me to do. And mm-hmm. so from there, it's like, okay, God, I'm going to trust you. I don't know how it's going to look or pan mm-hmm. out from the physical, you know, from what I can see. But I know that once I'm, if I'm doing what you want me to do, mm-hmm. that's all I need to be worried about. That's right. Okay, so right now I'm seeing this Anthony who loves God, who has mm-hmm. this zeal and this passion for God. Who was Anthony a few years ago? A few years ago. Um, Before he got to know Christ. <laughs> you know... Uh, there was a lot of people that looked up to me in my community, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of young men. You know, my father was in prison. He did 15 years, eight months, um, mm-hmm. drug charges and another charge. Um, and so we grew up with leaders in the community, but they taught us how to, you know, sell drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, they taught us how to, you know, hit licks. They taught us how to hit ba- licks. basically steal. Okay. You know? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know that terminology. <laughs> I'm learning. Us, okay. They taught us okay. how to steal. Still, you know, uh-huh. in the different ways to to do it effectively, mm-hmm. um, fighting in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could get my hands, I hold up some drugs, mm-hmm. you know, which is very easily, you right. know, what I would sell those. Mm-hmm. Um, mistreating women, mm-hmm. uh, I never, you know, saw them as valuable or worth mm-hmm. anything, mm-hmm. you know. I was a cool person, but, you know, just the way I treat them, the way I conducted myself around mm-hmm. them. But not only that, I think the biggest the biggest thing uh, for me was just, you know, we had these little cliques in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I was involved in one of them. Mm-hmm. Actually, a few of them. And I would jump. Were they cliques? Or, or were they gangs? One of them was a clique. Okay. And uh, another one was a gang. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't jump anybody with, I jumped people within these cliques uh-huh. that we had. And yeah. they looked up to me, you know. I see, yeah. My house was the spot. There was the spot where, you know, people sold drugs, where yeah. you just partied all night long. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they looked to me, you know, for guidance. Right. And I taught them the same things I had always seen growing right. up. Yeah, what you were taught. What I was taught. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And so God called you one day. Yes, he called me one day. (laughs) And uh, what was that like? You know, um, so after stealing from all these people and, you know, being into it with your homeboys and, you know, being in the uh, 11th grade but classified as a ninth grader. Mm -hmm. um, I remember remember being in the ninth grade and, you know, not even knowing how to subtract, Mm, you know, or add, you know. The only thing I was good in was English. Yeah. You know, and that's because I wrote music. Um, but, you know, I just, somebody said they wanted to kill me. And um, I knew his daughter, but I also knew him. And I knew he would do something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they told me that, and I also got sick at a point in my life to where I was always dehydrated. And, you know, mm-hmm. my family, they always say, take a nap. <laughs> you know, we don't really yeah. go to the doctor around Let's here. Just go to sleep. Just go to sleep. Yeah. And my grandmother so, used to always say, take a laxative. No matter what was wrong, <laughs> take a laxative. <laughs> Clean yourself out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but, um, so, and then I thought about death a lot. Like, I don't mm. know why. Yeah. I just I always felt something inside of me saying that there's, at a point in my life, it was like, there's more to life. And I didn't really know what that was. But mm. it just 
came to a point that regardless of what I was doing, mm-hmm. I would kind of just look at myself sometime like I'm supposed to be doing something else something right else. now. Something yeah. else was just tugging at me. Yeah. Never knew the gospel, never knew nothing about God. Um, and then this woman from Dumas, Arkansas moved on my street mm-hmm. and she was a faithful saint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she lived different. You know, she was faithful in going to church and she always invited me. Yeah. And, uh, I never went because I slept to like one or two or three o'clock every night from partying, being mm-hmm. drunk, uh-huh. being high, yeah. you know, uh, kicking it with, you know, females and my homeboys. And then one day it just dawned on me. Like, you know, I'm finna, if, if anybody can get me to Jesus, if somebody wants to kill me, you know, if, uh, if, if I'm going to die of whatever's going on with my body, I need to go see who this person is that saved her. Wow. And I went to that Sunday school class uh-huh. and whoever that teacher was, shout out to her. She just, she, I feel like she was feeding my soul, mm. you know, things that I never heard. It's like never having a father. And then all of a sudden a father just, you know, mm. comes into your life and he's everything you Ooh, need. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And so when she began to talk about God, talk about the gospel, um, it was like something that I never had that my soul had to begin to understand that Ooh, yes, it's yes. what it needed, uh-huh. you know. And like Christ said, I can't even give you life and life more abundantly. Yes, yes. And I, I just felt so satisfied, you know, right. after that day. And I was like, I don't know if it was right after that, but it just clicked at that moment like, this is it. This is it. Like God, I remember being in my living room. I said, God saved me. I said, God saved me. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I began to go to this church by my house about two months later. Then two years later, I looked up and was like, this is weird. I'm actually serving God. I didn't wow. I didn't think of it until two years later. I was like, remember that prayer you prayed in your living room? God saved me. It was like, God saved me. And that then was two just... years later, you've been serving him every yeah, day. Yeah, two years later. Wow. And Ooh, uh, God is awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That is, uh, that's powerful. So God saved you. And how, how old were you around this time? Like 17. 17. Yeah. Okay. 17 years old. All right. So yeah. in my mind, I'm thinking you're like early 20s. So you were right. young. Right. Very I was, young. I, I was very young. Okay. Looking All right. like I was uh, older. Wow. Know, and I know you were talking like, <laughs> like you were doing these things that I'm thinking you were a much nah, older person. So was, at a very young age. Oh, yeah. Partying yeah, and all partying. that stuff. Partying. Yeah. From wow. the womb. <laughs> wow. Okay. So God yeah. saved you yeah. at an early, early age. And so you are a writer. And tell us about your music and how, how the inspiration from God uh, goes through to your music now. Because the, you rapped um, at the opening of Dear Black People. And uh, it was amazing. It was heartfelt. And uh, tell, tell us about that. So um, when I first started uh, rapping, my youth pastor, J.R. Thomas Hall, shout out to him. He, uh, he discipled me. He, he took me through the Bible. And uh, he spent a lot of uh, quality time with me. And uh, he put me on this Christian hip-hop uh, artist named Lecrae. And um, I went to this big conference, and, and they didn't have anything going on. And they was like, could y'all rap? And so, uh, can we get some type of entertainment? And then I was like, man, I think I could Was it like that. the opening of the concert? Right, it was the opening of okay. the Right, and it was... Okay. And so, it started from there. But I just started to write raps as I read and as I learned mm-hmm. and as I prayed. Uh, and my, it was real corny. <laughs> it was starting <laughs> up, but uh, I just... Started getting better at it, you mm-hmm. know, as far as writing, you know, Christian music. Mm-hmm. Um, but now my music is taking another turn mm-hmm. uh, to where it's not just a lot of scripture. It's a, it's scripture, but it's also, you know, my life and the pain and mm-hmm. just how God uh, is working 
through all of it. Mm -hmm. You know, even when I feel like, man, this is my last day living or my last year, like mm -hmm. when the bottom feel like it's falling out. So that's the perspective I write from. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's that's going to change. Mm -hmm. And but I would also do some um music that's heavily centered around, you know, the Bible as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Um but that's how I kind of do it. I uh, talk about my life and pain and struggle and the real things that God has actually delivered and, and, and brought me from. Mm -hmm. But not just brought me from. It could be a current circumstance and situation. Because a lot of times we have this, we, we tend to say this is what I used to go through or been through. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you know, this is what I'm currently facing. Right, I'm still going I'm still through. going through right. some of this stuff. Right. So that's why I'm my music. Very relevant. Right. Uh, very current, uh, yeah. very real, right? You know, and uh, relatable. And, you know, you. Uh, relatable to a lot of people, especially young people, because uh, it's what they're going through right now. You know, and uh, and it's good. It, it's 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 good music. It has a good feel, a good vibe, and that's you know what the people felt that night, and that's why um, we were drawn drawn to the music and to your to your testimony. Um, Okay, so how did you from from that point you, you started writing music and how did you get to where you are now in, in your music? How did you get here? Were you um, are you ministering all over or right? Um, let me back up a little bit. I used to one of the reasons I was failing in school was because I was writing music. I okay. wasn't I wasn't doing none of the work. Okay, <laughs> so that's how I got good. <laughs> but uh, I was uh, writing in class. You know, and, um, you know, rapping for the world. And then, again, I switched over, you know, mm -hmm. when God saved me. Um, now, what I do is um, in the ministry, I go to, I actually rap it on street corners. Mm -hmm. um, I rap at funerals. Mm -hmm. I rap at prisons, mm -hmm. job corps, um, schools. Wow, um, that's good. Not limited to any place, you mm -hmm. know, event or platform. Right. Um, with uh, my boy Chris James. He he put on uh, poetry uh, festivals, and right. I, I rap at those. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just anywhere I can get my foot in the door, and like I'm just there yeah. to offer this alternative. Right. Uh, if you listen to music, you see a lot of people just dancing, and, and they're trying to drown it out. Mm -hmm. you the know, words, the words, yeah. you know, or they're trying to drown out their problems, and it's just like you know, um, I just want to bring this music to facilities to where. You know, these people that ultimately couldn't drown out these problems or having to deal with these issues right. uh, from this redemptive uh, side of things. Right. Yeah. And so now they have your music to listen to. Right. Uh, it inspires them. It gives them hope. gives them something to look forward to. And that's what the, the Word of God does. Um, you know, I wrote just the other day about how, uh, or just this morning, about how the Word of God, it just, uh, in my time of distress, despair, just go to the scripture, and it just gives us life. And so that's what your music does. Uh, it just right. gives gives individuals life. So, right. so you're going to prisons and you're going to schools. What right. has that been like for you? I mean, you are reaching people that, uh, especially when you go to the prisons, you're reaching people that are in a difficult situation. Right. What is that like for you when you encounter these people after they've heard your music? What is that like? I tell you, uh, the first time I went and rapped at a prison, uh, the inmates was just... Crunk. They was right. They was excited. Wow, you know? that's good. And uh, they they really took to it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, man, when I get out of prison, I'm coming to holler at you. Well, that's good. You know, do you have a CD? And so yeah. the guards were like, hey, you know, you can't get no CD. <laughs> <laughs> so he could probably put them on your MP3s or something, mm -hmm. but you can't get no CDs in here. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Sometimes it's it's like that, mm-hmm. and um, they're very receptive. Then other times it's like, bro, I don't believe in God. Mm. Like you know, my mama has cancer. My daddy neglected me. He's he's around here. I don't know where he is. Yeah. It's this frustration. Yeah, you know. And so I have to you know not just kind of you know come at it with a lot of information. Just mm-hmm. kind of you know sympathize and and mm-hmm. and, and kind of you know take a few breaths and help him work and walk through that. Mm-hmm. Um. But at, at the job at, that, at a job corp I went to, that was very amazing. Uh, people were real receptive. Uh, built some great relationships uh, through that that I still have now. Good. Uh, and so it's, uh, the amazing part is when I, when I rap for people, I'm not just trying to rap for them and send them on their way. I'm like like let's talk about life. Yeah. You know, uh, let's talk about God. You know, let let's uh, uh, let let's do life together. Let's build relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, regardless of how some of those relationships are working out. Yeah. We're still, you know, in the process of just, you know, continuing to build. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that's how it's been. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. That's a blessing. Yeah. So you're reaching the masses. Uh, you're spreading the gospel, doing so through music. But you also mentioned, as we were talking earlier, you oftentimes you minister just through uh, the word. Right. You do often. So um, are you getting invitations going all over? Uh, I get several invitations. Most of those invitations um, are to rap right now. Uh-huh. There was a point to where uh, it was strictly preaching mm-hmm. um, or teaching, however you want to say it, mm-hmm. uh, or testifying. But now it's more of uh, they want to hear the music. Right. Um, but I'm still reaching out to a lot of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And so you know, it's uh, it's gonna be a, it's 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 been a it's been a good journey though. But mm-hmm. I def- I tell you, the uh, the demand is definitely growing. Good, especially since you know this is what I do full time. Right. I've seen full time. Now that I didn't know. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's a blessing. Good. <laughs> so yeah, that's another that's another one. Yes, yeah, full time mm-hmm. now. So you know, hey, book me. You know, I'm yeah. available. Good. Full time in ministry. <laughs> full time in ministry available. Yeah, and we know? don't see many um, you know young black men doing this all the time. I know we had another gentleman on our very first episode who's doing the same thing, um, working full time in ministry. How has your life changed? A lot has happened. So mm-hmm. since I've uh, started doing this full time, yes. it's completely a faith uh, run. Yeah. Um, I put my two weeks notice in at my job. Mm. And um, I just told them, you know, hey, you know, this is something the Lord is calling me to. And what better time than now, right? Right. So you put in a two weeks notice on your job. Now, this I did not know, which uh, that's a, a part of my testimony. And I don't know if you heard any of our other shows, but a few other of our testimonies, um, from other guests, we are, where we've quit our job to work full time in what God has called us to do, and um, it's been a, a faith walk for all of us. And even though it's not um, what people would say is um, their dream financially, so mm-hmm. um, the finances always come, and you're happy because you're doing what God has called you all to right. do. So, are you happy? I'm very happy. Oh, <laughs> I can tell. I'm, I'm so happy. I just want to hear you say it. <laughs> my my friends and family like, man, you're so happy. Because at first I was not happy. Yeah. You know, at all. Right. You know, just to be all the way honest, I was like, man, the world around me is dying, and God didn't call me. Yeah. And not that I'm the answer, because I can't help people. Christ helps them. Mm-hmm. You know, That's I just right. want to Christ be a, through you. Christ through me helps yes. them. Yes. And so. I just want to be available. Right. Um, and I'm a broken and a hurting people, you know, just like just like the rest of the world, you know. But God has called me mm-hmm. uh, to 
still show his glory through my brokenness. Yes, that's good. Um he he still called me to do that. But I put so I put that two week notice in and um was that hard for you? Was it a struggle? It was. It's been a long struggle. Yeah. It's been a long struggle. I enjoyed the people I worked with, yes. you know, uh for the most part, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um but soon, since I started this journey, mm-hmm. uh, my car broke down. Mm. My axle came off. Luckily, not luckily, but by the grace of God, yeah. I had just gotten off the freeway. Wow. Turned into my Thank aunt's you, place. Jesus. Yes. And my car broke down, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And how I got here initially, because I thought I was going to be late, I actually mm-hmm. skateboarded down here. Oh, here? Yeah. Today? I, yeah, I skateboarded oh, okay. down I figured this was like a while ago. No, this happened today. No, no, my car broke down a week ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I thought I was going to be late for coming here. Uh-huh. And so from I skateboarded from Camp Robinson down oh, here. Oh, wow. Uh, then a friend of mine picked me up down the street yes. uh, to go pick up another friend's vehicle, okay. and that's what I'm driving now. Okay. So, I, I say, you know, once if the bottom falls out, you you got to find an alternative, <laughs> oh, <laughs> alternative <thank> resource. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Well, thank you. So, how yes. long has it been since you quit your job? It's been about um a month. A month. It's okay. been about a month. Okay. Yeah. A month. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I know. I know that feeling. I've been there. You know, God did the same for me. He told me to leave my job. I'm like, leave my job, and I I wanted to do it. I felt like going to my job every day I'm like this is this is not what I'm supposed to be doing I'm not supposed to be here um and the moment that I quit I felt relief I felt like okay now I feel like I'm doing I'm walking in God's purpose and clearly you are um again because you've touched so many you've touched so many have you heard from any of these individuals especially those in prison in the schools do you hear from them after the fact I do actually randomly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll see me out, and I have no idea who a lot of them are. They like, yeah. I remember you from yeah. rapping here or rapping there. Yeah, and I'm able to, you know, build and connect and see where they are in life. Yes, um, but a lot of times it's just passing. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, there's been a few times to where it has not. It has not just been passing, and mm-hmm. me and some of those individuals are still building. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. So what do you aspire, uh, going back to You Are Not Abandoned Ministries, what is it, what's your vision for this organization, say five years from now? What is it you, you hope um, that you know God is calling you to do? Five years from now, where do you see this ministry? Making greater music, mm-hmm. uh, making a greater impact worldwide, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully it's the whole team of us. Yes. You know, uh-huh. I don't know if it's going to be a label, if it'll transfer into something else but i really want to you know be active within our local communities yes uh it's not about really having it's not about having a a major platform or selling out you know big arenas Mm -hmm. you know it's about just having impact wherever god has Mm -hmm. you that's right that's Um, right and again that that is just being obedient is success Mm -hmm. um if god wants to make this thing you know super huge Mm -hmm then we're ready, you know, right. and he's preparing us to do that. Um, but if you want us to be, be local, mm-hmm. which is amazing. I heard a quote that says, if God has called you uh, to be the trash man, don't stoop so low as to be the king. Mm. And so when I think of that, wow, I'm like, that's good. nothing is too small because people uh, have so much worth and value that God has placed upon them. And if he has called me to live and die with them, then so be it. Yeah, know? that's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, 
volunteers. Are you needing volunteers to help you um, with this ministry to, to get it started? Do you have a team that works with you now? I'm actually building a team now. Building a team now. Right. Okay. So if somebody uh, is listening, somebody is local or not, maybe not even local, maybe somebody's in another state, another country, because we have individuals from all over the world, um, places I've never even heard of that listen to our show. Um, what if they're saying, hey, we want to be a part of that? What would you What would you tell them? What would they need to do? They can contact me. Okay, tell us about tell us your social media contacts. Contacts. We have. Uh, tell us about your Facebook. How we can get in touch with you on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, or anything else you have. Okay, so on Facebook, I have a, a page called okay. "You Are Not Abandoned Ministries." Okay. You can always inbox me there, right on the wall. Okay. And Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Is Yana L R I N C? Mm-hmm. That's Y A N A L R I N C. You can also reach me on there. Okay. Once you go there on the Instagram, the Yana Instagram, I have my website up mm-hmm. uh, on that. Okay. And you would also be able to see that in the recent days to come as well. The website on the other sites. Okay. What's the website? I actually. Uh, don't have that right now. Okay. The, the actual name. The actual name. Right. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I tell you what. On our what we'll do is as soon as you do, we're gonna put it on uh, our post. Okay. So um, when uh, you get that launched soon, we're gonna have that on our post. So it's not gonna you're not gonna hear it today, but we'll go back and we'll update our post and we're gonna put the name of the website on on the post as well. So on Facebook, that is you are not abandoned ministries. And tell us again, Instagram. Y A N A Y A N A L R L R I N C I N C. All right, you Y A N A L R I N C. That is on Twitter and Instagram. Um, well, thank you so much. Is there anything? What would you tell anybody that is um, maybe struggling with stepping out in faith, like you did, leaving your job, um, uh, letting go of all of the things that you used to do, and and saying yes to God? What advice uh, would you tell anybody that is struggling with that decision right now? When it comes to stepping out on faith, I would say like the artist KB said, faith is the only thing that makes sense. You know, uh, if you're trying to be rational Mm -hmm. and logical, be those things. But what happens is the more rational you try to be versus having faith and trust in God, you end up reasoning yourself out of going, Mm -hmm. you know. So just go take a risk with your life. Take a risk with your body. Mm -hmm. Take a risk with your finances Mm -hmm. um, and watch what God does. And if you're struggling with anything, know that God is still God. He's still good. Mm -hmm. He's still great. Mm -hmm. Um, He says you will have troubles in life. You know, but I have overcome the world. That's it, yes. And if we are hoping for Christ, if our hope in Christ is only for this world, that's the same as believing fully in the prosperity gospel. Like, you know, we want to know what it's like, like Paul said, to experience Christ's sufferings and, Mm -hmm. you know, and somehow to attain the resurrection from the dead. Mm -hmm. So we trust in Christ not only for this life, but also for the afterlife. Yes, yes. Um, That's it. So he's still God at the end of the day. That's good. That's good. Well, Anthony, a.k.a. Ante, thank you so much for being on our show. Um, You have a powerful testimony. And um, I know that you are going to bless so, so many people. We at Success in Christ Podcast are going to continue to pray for you, pray for your ministry. And if there's anything that I can do, just give me a call. 
you have my number, give me a call and let me know. We'll be happy to um, help you in any way that we can. Thank you again for being on our show. You're welcome. Glory to God. Oh, it was such a blessing to hear that testimony. And I pray that it blessed all of you, my listeners, as well. One thing that um, Anthony said that was just amazing, he said that God still wants him to show his glory through our brokenness, through the, the things that we're going through, through our trials, through our tribulations, through anything that is troubling us, that is perplexing us in our spirit, God still gets the glory out of our lives. So my friends, whatever it is you're going through, whatever it is that is uh, troubling you or perplexing you, know that God is still who he says that he is. It, we have got to lean on him, trust in him, depend on him for everything that we need. And don't waver in our faith. Don't stagger in our faith. Believe in the God that we serve and that everything is going to be okay. That was a powerful testimony. It's such a blessing to have young men on this show that are on fire for God, that know their calling, know their purpose, and are not afraid to preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ. So let us support, support, support Anthony and his efforts. He has given you all of his contacts there on social media. So I invite you to connect with him and see how you can contribute to the ministry, to his ministry, um, the ministry that God has given him, rather, um, See how it is you could contribute. Con reach out to him, contact him, and um, see what ways you can contribute to that ministry so that he can continue to reach, reach people and touch people's lives. I love hearing from you all. So please email me at info at successinchrist.net. You can find me on social media, Facebook at Success in Christ Podcast, on Instagram at Success in Christ Podcast, and on Twitter at Success Christ One. I want to hear from you. If you want me to pray with you, if you want me to hear your testimonies, even if you want me to interview you um, because you have an amazing testimony that you want to share with the world, reach out to me and let me know. Um, I, I want to hear from you. I want to talk to you. Thanks for tuning in, guys. As usual, I love hearing from you and I pray that this testimony touched you and moved you in ways like never before. And I invite you again, if you haven't heard our uh, previous testimonies, the last one was with Heavenly Deposit. We talked with George Vincent and Rick Irvin about their new upcoming faith-based film, Heavenly Deposit. Go and listen to that interview. That's episode five. And then before that, we talked with Crystal Perkins, owner and CEO of Faithful Chicks Boutique. Oh, she's got a lot of great things going on. And her testimony, again, is an awesome testimony. And it is going to bless you. And to all the other testimonies that have been on our show, I invite you to go and listen to those and just see what God is doing in the lives of his people. Thank you for tuning in. I love you guys so much. And again, remember that no matter what it is you're going through, no matter what it is you're facing or struggling with, know that there is always success in Christ. Goodbye.